And he's actually part, when y'all hear the story, which is going to take place on February the 12th, uh, we're doing my story, and he's uh, a major part of the love story. That's what I'm going to call it, the unorthodox story. But uh, I want to say this about a prophetic word. When you get someone who's a prophet, first of all, he's a prophet. That's his office, but he has an evangelistic flair to him. So he can flow in both areas. But when you say prophet, it doesn't just mean you're going to get a personal prophecy. A prophet comes to also declare what God wants to do in this church, in this area, in this region. So it's bigger than just you getting a personal prophecy. So I want you all to, well, you're standing up already. So can you all give a warm word of truth, clap, and praise to Prophet Marcus Beaver. Sorry, Prophet, I took some of your time, but you can take it back, all right? Well, somebody put give Jesus a mighty shout in here. Oh, that doesn't sound mighty. Come on, give him a mighty shout in here. Come on, release the shout of the Lord out of your belly. Come on, open your mouth. Let the Lord know you are in here and you want to hear from him. I said, let the Lord know you want to hear from him. Come on, we don't want to hear from a man. We want to hear from the throne of God. Come on, open your mouth and give him the shout that says, I'm in this building today. Because of you, Jesus. Woo! Already. Somebody's believing God for something in this building. And it shall be so. I said, somebody's believing God for something in this building. And the Lord said, Marcus, before you get started preaching, tell him it shall be so. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to act like it's happening for you. Come on, I want you to act like it's happening for you right now. Come on, put your hands together. Give them a shout. Come on, open. Like it just, come on, like it just happened for you. Right now, like God just made it happen. Come on, open up your mouth. Use your voice. Like an arrow and shout. I said, Sheto Kodiaha. I said, shout unto God. Atalabo Koriana Masitiaba. Rosso Tora Kelebetia Sanamayata. Rosse Telebrakira Manora Ketebia Saya. Yes, Lord. Lord, I'm going to do a new thing in your life today. How many people are in great expectation that the Lord is going to do a new thing in your life today? That doesn't look very convincing. I said, how many people believe the Lord is going to do a new thing in your life? Not tomorrow. I believe, behold, today the Lord is going to do a new thing. And I'm telling you, even if I'm not on the scheduled list for God to do something new in my life, I'm going to place a demand on God with my praise that says I'm ready for something new right now. I'm ready for my breakthrough. I'm ready for that. Come on. I'm ready now. Now faith. I release my faith. I'm ready right now. Come on, word of truth. Open up your mouth and shout unto God. Come on. Come on. Shout unto him. Shoot Come on, shout unto him who's able to do exceedingly. 
Now, Father, I thank you for the word of the Lord today. I thank you for this great pastor. I thank you for this great church. I thank you for what you will do this morning. Father, I ask that you would speak through my mouth, think through my mind. Let the word of the Lord be strong. Let the word of the Lord be impactful. And let lives be changed by the word of God today. And Father, I give you the glory in advance. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, before you see it, I've been doing this around the country the last four or five months. Auditoriums up to almost three, four thousand people. The Lord said, give people a brief synopsis of what's about to happen. So I'm going to tell you right now. On March 4th, 2021, I died. Many of you know that. And um, God brought me back to life. So what's about to be said in this room has nothing to do with me. I died. It has everything to do with what the Lord has to say to you. I'm on his time now. So before I preach this word, before he preaches this word, I want you one more time to lift up your voice and give him a shout of, I believe God right now for something breaking out. Come on, before you even receive the word. Come on, before you receive the word. Oh, come on, I know it's 9 a.m., but you can shout. Come on, I know it's 9 a.m., but you can shout. Come on, I know the first service is typically relaxed, but I believe there's some God seekers in here. I believe somebody's ready for a push in the Holy Ghost. I believe somebody's ready for a shift in the Holy Ghost. Open your mouth and shout. Open your mouth and shout. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. So sit down. Y'all sit down. So I um this is my first, no, it's my second time preaching this year. I am I've covered your prayers. I'm scheduled to preach just about every weekend until the end of July. But uh, now this can't go viral, what I'm about to say. Because I'm going to probably get canceled at about 10 or 15 churches. I don't want to get canceled before I get started. This is my favorite place to preach. And one of the reasons why is because this is a place that I pray for quite often. And I'm believing God for some things to come forth out of this church that we have been praying out in the spirit. And I know that this is a set time for this church to move in a dimension that God has called for this church to move into. Tell somebody you don't have a choice. We're moving. I know the church's theme is open heaven, I believe, this year. Say this, say, we're moving under an open heaven. You don't have a choice. We're moving under an open heaven. And so some of the things that I'm going to say this morning has everything to relate to do with the open heaven. Now, it's not going to be from a teacher's perspective because your pastor is an excellent teacher of the word of God. It should be a better amen here, okay? 
it's going to be more so from the office that I stand in, which is the prophetic office, okay? And so I'm going to talk about three different areas or three different things that happens under an open heaven. The first thing that happens under an open heaven is a resurgence. Now, one of the young prophets here, there's several of them that I'm training. They're here from different parts of the country, known by roar jackets that they have on. A jacket's kind of like what I have on. And one of the young prophets was on our clubhouse with hundreds of people in it, and they said the word of the Lord is resurgence. And when they said resurgence, something on the inside of me just jumped. I said a resurgence. And then someone read the definition of a a resurgence. And what they said is when there has been little or no activity. Let me me just read it for you. The resurgence is an increase or a revival after a period of little activity. Popularity or occurrences. And the Lord said to you today... Is the first thing that you're going to experience under this open heaven is a resurgence. There are parts of your life that have not experienced any activity. It has been slow. Some of you for finances has been slow. Opportunities. I don't know what it is. But the Lord says the first thing that's going to happen under this open heaven is a resurgence in your life. Tell somebody things are about to move again. Tell somebody where there's been no activity, things are about to move again. They said there is about to be a resurgence in your life. As you're standing under the open heaven, there is about to be activity. Can you imagine being in a season of your life where there is no activity, but there's been a little activity? And then all of a sudden, the wind of God that comes from the throne of God comes upon your life. And all of a sudden, there's a whole lot of activity going on. Tell somebody, you ready to move from no activity to a whole lot of activity. That means somebody's business that has not experienced a whole lot of activity. Because you're under this open heaven, you're about to experience a resurgence. Oh, don't you dare patty cake God when he's about to do this in your life. You better better give God. Listen, this ain't the day to patty cake God. This is the day to say, thank you. Get out my way. I got to shout. This word is for me. I'm up under open heaven and God's about to do something in my life. Get out of my way. There comes a time. There comes a time when, you know, you got this praise that's cute. This is a nice praise. You know, it's 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 it's, it's a praise that you know that everybody kind of does. They just kind of shake, you know, shake around at somebody. You're really not praising. You you like the patty cake, patty cake baker, man, roll around. That's what you're doing. But then it comes a time when you need God to move for you. And when you need God to move for you, you don't have time to patty cake. You like here, get out of my way. I got to praise God. Something about to break forth in my life. And I'm telling you, I ain't fooling with nobody that ain't got a praise. Get out of my way. I'm believing God for something. He hasn't. I have never seen before. You better move. And 
And I'm telling you, that's the kind of praise you got to give up today. Tell somebody there's about to be a resurgence in your life. Now open your mouth and give him a shout of praise. Oh, I talk. As a matter of fact, I just heard the Lord say, Marcus, there's about to be a resurgence in this church. Is that how you feel? God's about to blow these walls down. Don't you patty cake him. Come on, give him a praise that said, yes, I believe God. the Lord said, Marcus, I'm about to give a resurgence to this church. There's about to be a resurgence to hit this body of believers. What is a resurgence? It's an increase or revival. Watch this. Where there's been little activity. You know, the, the anointing that you feel now is called the wind of God for the resurgence to begin. That wind is blowing in this room right now. I haven't even got past point one. And the Spirit of God said, be quiet. I want to I do it now. I want to blow a wind in this church. This is what happened when prophets preach. Come on. We can't get past point one. There's a wind in this church that God said, I'm blowing. I'm surging. I'm surging, I'm surging, I'm surging this church. Somebody holler out resurgence. Come on, somebody yell out resurgence. Every place in this church right now Every ministry in this church, every person in this room is receiving a resurgence. Y'all bored? I said every person in this church, I heard you, Lord. I'll get there in a second. Every place in this church is receiving a resurgence right now. And then the Lord said, if you're in this building... If you're watching online, your family right now is receiving a resurgence. He said, tell them, your family is receiving a resurgence. Now, 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 says God. Where there has been little activity, watch out. Lord said, Marcus, he said, something is happening 
And the Lord said, it's tailor-made for you right now. He said, something is happening in every person in this room. And it's a tailor-made resurgence. And the Lord said, it's happening for you right now. Businesses will be, you'll go in tomorrow and you'll see an increase in your business. You'll see a resurgence in your business. Some of you going to check your bank account. There's going to be a resurgence in your finances. I heard the Lord says, there's even going to be a resurgence in your health. I'll take that. Come on. I don't know if you know it or not. I'm, I've never been able to run like that. There's a resurgence in this building. Come on. Come on, somebody. In your health. You're not going to hurt somebody, but I want you to touch somebody and tell them there is a resurgence happening in your life. Tell them I prophesy by the Spirit of God. The resurgence is happening in your life right now in the name of Chikaba. In the name of Jesus. 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 Let it begin now. How does this happen? This happens when you're under an open heaven. This is what's happening in my life right now. I'm preaching what's happening in my life. A resurgence. I made more money when I got off of my deathbed than I did before I got was on it. In one year's time, I made over $400,000. I said, where did it come from? A resurgence. When you're under an open heaven, activity happens. And that's what's happening in your life right now. All kind of activities happening. Bring me a, a, a towel or something. All kind of activity is happening in your life right now. I'm like, Lord, let me move on. He says, stay right there. He said, because you're prophetically declaring a new thing is happening now. Something that has never been done before is happening in your life right now. It's a resurgence of God's power. And the Lord says, as you're under this open heaven, it's just not a resurgence of his power, but it's a revival of his power. Some of you are being revived at this very moment. You're coming alive again. Your vision is coming alive again. Your anointing is coming alive again. Your ministry is coming alive again. Your family is coming alive again. Come on. Your money is coming alive again. This church is coming alive. Come on, somebody. 
This community is coming alive again. Oh, somebody open your mouth and give God a mighty praise for it. I prophesy in one year's time, the membership of this church will be doubled. One year's time. Mark my words, if I be a true prophet of the Lord's church, 365 days, the membership of this church will be doubled. I want somebody to say a resurgence is coming on our church. I'm in the wrong church. I said, come on. I need somebody to help me prophesy to the winds of Arlington and Dallas and say, give them up, 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 give them up. Give them up. Give them up. One year's time. double the membership of this church. Families are going to begin to move into this city. Walls are about to be knocked down in this church. God said his resurgence is coming into this building today. I want somebody to let out another shout of praise. Come on. You got a prophet. Come on. You better let out a shout of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I can't really say too much because I don't know how much pastor shared with you. But as I was praying for this church, I saw this church just blowing through the roof, off the walls. I've been praying for a year now for that. And I said, Lord, what's the holdup? And the Lord spoke to me. He said, Marcus, he has to be married. I said, really? He said, yes. I'm not going to share too much. I don't know what he shared. So I began to pray on the Holy Ghost. And I saw this lady. I think I may have described described her to him. I saw her in an open vision. And then the Lord gave me exactly what would happen, where he would see her, everything. Down to the team. And he said to me, Marcus, when this happens, I says, Well, why does he have to get married? The Lord says, Because there's a people that are going to come for the wrong reason. And I'm not going to release that growth because it'll be the wrong growth for the wrong reason. He says, So I prepared somebody for him. That once that happens, that's what the Lord said to me. Once that happens, he said, there'll be nothing holding it back. Can I get what somebody, can I get one person to get up in here and shout for the resurgence that's getting ready to happen in your church? Come on, open your mouth. I said, open your mouth. Tell somebody God did it. Tell somebody else God did it. You better keep your mouth off what God did.
He's sitting right here. I don't lie. I don't tell lies. He said, Marcus, once that happens. I said, once that happens. He said, the minute he gets married, there's going to be a break in. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And I asked him, I said, well, why did you describe her to me? He says, so you'll be the confirmation. Because he cannot marry the wrong one. Because if instead of an explosion, there'll be an implosion. And the Lord said to me, that's why I sent you with Apostle Eckhart years ago. To be in this building when the change happens. I wasn't even supposed to be with Apostle John that day. We were riding back to the airport. I said, I said, John, he's my friend. I said, John? He said, yeah. Real quiet. He don't talk. He said, yeah, Marcus. I said, I'm supposed to watch this pastor. Transitions going to happen in this church. He said, Marcus, I trust you. He said, whatever you need to do, do it. And I'm telling you right now, this church is on the brink. Watch this. Of a massive resurgence. I'm not talking about one, two, three, four, five. I'm talking about, I tease them all the time. I said, I'm talking about 35,000 people showing up at the door. Come on. I'm not talking about a little bit. I'm talking about overflowing abundance. I'm talking about families, whole families. Well, come on, somebody. Somebody shout resurgence. That's the word of the Lord. Somebody open your mouth and shout resurgence. Come on, shout it again, resurgence. All right, I got to get done. Now, always remember that if something happens to your leader... That's why you got to pray out things for your leader. Because remember, if it happens for him, you're next in line. Somebody needs to tell somebody, I'm next in line. I want every single person to lift up your hand, your right hand that ain't got the finger on it, and say, I'm next in line. Come on, now open your mouth and give him a praise for that resurgence. Oh, don't act too holy. You know you're ready to get married. You come on. I told Sophia Ruffin. I don't know if many of you are familiar with Sophia Ruffin. She's a good preacher, right? One of my friends. I'm the prophet to her ministry as well. And I called her on the phone. Last year, I said, Sophia, she said, yes, sir. I said, you're about to get married. She said, really? I said, yeah. I said, in 60 days, you're going to meet your husband. She said, really? I said, 60 days. Six, zero. You will know who your husband is in 60 days. I said, God's about to make you happy. I said, this will be a forever honeymoon. 60 days. Within 60 days, 
she met her husband. January the 7th, she got married in Houston, Texas. I was at her wedding. Wait, because something about to happen to you. I was at her wedding, and I began to prophesy at her wedding. And I prophesied that that marriage, it was January the 7th, will be the first of many that will happen this year. I prophesied by the Spirit of God under an open heaven that in 60 days, many of you are going to meet your mate, your destiny lot. I got to get out of here. I said in 60 days, I prophesied you're going to run into your destiny lot. I need some single people to clap your hands and praise God. There's about to be a resurgence. There's about to be a resurgence. There's about to be a resurgence. Okay, so under open heaven, let me go, let me go, let me go. There's a resurgence. New things begin to happen. Isaiah, the 43rd chapter. He says, behold, I will do a new thing. Under the open heaven, new things begin to happen. I was preaching on Clubhouse. It's like 400 people that I'm preaching. And the Lord began to talk about revival. And he says, Marcus, I'm calling you to roar. I said, okay, what's that? He said, I'm calling you to roar. And then he said, rivers of authentic revival. I said, what that mean? He said, that's your next step, your next phase of ministry. And this is new to me. He said, I want you to gather prophets from around the world. And I want you to raise them up and train them. New things happen when you're under an open heaven. God begins to speak to you about what's coming next. Give me one second, sir. God begins to declare what's getting ready to happen next in your life. And I'm telling you this morning, the Lord is saying new things are about to come down. They're about to happen in your life right now. Let me say it again. New things are about to happen in your life. And I'll tell you when to play. Just give me a second. New things are about to spring forth in your life. Sometimes a prophetess repetition in my ministry is when I don't feel like you got it. New things are about to come forth in your life under this open heaven. That means you'll be walking under the open heaven. And you'll get a strategy. You'll be walking under the open heaven and a new anointing will fall on your life as you're walking. You'll be walking under open heaven, watch this, and a new business will drop from heaven. New things, and watch this, 
It says, do you not perceive it? Some of you don't know what's happening, but you can perceive something is happening. I want you to know you don't always have to know what it is at first, but say, wait a minute, something's happening. There's something new happening in my life. There's something different. There's a different atmosphere. Do you not perceive that as you're under this open heaven, God is doing something he's never done before in your life? I'm going places I've never been before. This is not a faith statement. I just got approached by an international television program. I said, what do you want with me? I said, me? He said, yeah. I said, why? He said, well, don't you want to get your ministry out there? I said, no. He said, really? You're not interested? I said, no. That's a lot of work. What do you, what, what do you want with me? Truthfully. And the Lord said, son, don't shut down the new thing. Because you are in the old mindset. want to do a new thing in your life. And so you got to change, Marcus, your mentality. Because I'm going to take you places. If you're not ready to go there, come on, in your mentality, you're going to go right back. So I said, well, I guess, sure. And this is, I don't want to mention it yet until it's, until it's solid, until it's, everything's in black and white. I said, well, sure. And after it happened, you know, people were excited. I was like, are you excited? I said, no. You know what the Lord said to me? You need to get excited. And I said, no, this is how I talk to the Lord. I said, like, really? He said, yeah, you need to get excited. I said, why? He says, because this is the new thing I'm doing in your life. And I need you to be just as excited about it as I am. Because you done been through hell, you done died and came back. Come on. And I, I didn't I didn't bring you back to stay in the old place, in the old come on somebody. I brought you back from the dead to move into the new. Some of you were brought out of the situation you were in, not to remain in that place, but to come out and move into the new thing that God has for your life. Do you not perceive it? God says, some of you, I'm going to make uncomfortable where you are. Because I'm ready to push you into something new. And so before I push you into something new, I got to make you uncomfortable where you are. Some of y'all been frustrated. You ain't frustrated because you, you're doing something wrong. You frustrated because it's time to move. Some of you frustrated. You ain't frustrated because you ain't doing nothing. You frustrated because God is trying to get your hunger greater. God's trying to move you to do something bigger, something better, something greater. You're tired of seeing what you're seeing because God's going to show you something new. Do you not perceive it? I thought to myself, I said, Lord, what else you got for me? Now I'm excited. And then I go to my calendar and I realize I'm in a whole lot of places I've never been before.
with a whole lot of different international voices I've never been with before and knew before. I said, yeah! See, let me tell you something about being excited. When you're excited about what God is doing in your life currently, get ready because he's going to do more. Your excitement is also a step of faith. It's like, surely if God is doing this, what's next? Look at somebody and say, what's next? Look at your other neighbor and say, what's next? Tell him, I don't know what's next, but I'm excited about what's about to come. If you're excited, clap your hands and act like you're really excited. Come on, open your mouth and shout out to God. Let him know, I'm excited. The Bible said the eyes of the Lord are looking right now. Tell him, right here, right here, right here, right here. You know, it makes me amazing if God says he's looking through the earth, looking to show himself strong or somebody. Stop right here. Look no further. I'm excited about what God is doing. And watch this. I'm more excited about what he's going to do next. When you're under an open heaven, there is no surprises. There's a, what's this? There are no surprises under an open heaven. There is a constant move of favor. You ain't surprised because you're walking in the open heaven. There's favor everywhere you go. Anybody here believing for favor everywhere you go? I'm not talking about one, two, three times a year. I'm talking about everywhere you go, the favor. You know what I look at favor as? You know when I walk up into like a store like Walmart? Let me use Target. No, no offense, Walmart. <laughs> so... Target, everything's at Walmart, but Target anyway. When you walk up to Target, what happens when you walk up to Target? The door is open. You ain't got to say nothing. You ain't got to do nothing. You ain't got to ask somebody to open the door for you. As you walk up, the door is open. That's what's about to happen in your life under open heaven. You just keep, oh, you just keep walking. And the doors keep opening. Somebody say, thank God for the open heaven. Now open your mouth and shout. Yes, Yes, Lord. Keep opening the doors. Every time you open the door, say thank you. And don't complain and say, thank you. Come on, let's practice. Thank you. Everybody, one, two, three together. Thank you. You do realize when the prophet of the Lord begin to shout, come on, and begin to open his mouth and declare it, it's happening right now, right? Something different about the prophet's office. They speak directly what they hear from God. And I'm talking right now, doors. That's not going to require your strength. It's getting ready to open up for you. All you got to do is keep on walking. 
need about five people to get in the aisle and just walk. Come on, give me five people to just walk. Come on, tell them this is what about to happen in your life. You're just going to walk and doors are going to be open. Come on, tell them I command you to walk. And I command you to walk. Come on, word of truth, walk. And the door shall open. Come on, get out your seat and walk, 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 walk. People may not understand you, but just keep walking. while you're walking to open up your mouth and praise God. I said, while you're walking, praise him. Oh, Judah. Come on, Judah. Come on, Judah. Come on, Judah. Come on, you ain't seen nothing yet. I'm done, Pastor. Come on, you ain't seen nothing yet. Come on, clap your hands. Come here, Justice. Give me a minute. I just need 60 more seconds. Hurry up. Come on, come on, walk. Open your mouth in here. Where's Justice at? Where's justice at? Harry, Harry. Come on, lift up your hands right now, right now. Lift your hands up. Oh, my God. Well, praise the Lord. I heard the Spirit of the Lord say as I was sitting in my seat. He said, Justice, he said, tell the people this move is about to be an uncensored move. And... I don't know if y'all ever heard it. Y'all probably heard the phrase, you know, in the world they say, call a spade a spade. And in this season, God is saying, as I'm bringing new growth to this church, you just got to call what is sin, sin. It's going to be an uncensored move. It's going to be a move of God. The wind of God is going to hit this place where you just got to call sin, sin. You just got to tell the people, no, that's infection. No, that's not God. No, that, oh my God. Can I have some people in here who understand that this move that's about to spring forth is going to be an uncensored move. We ain't censoring Jesus. We're going to say, it's Jesus or it ain't. It's God or it ain't. My God today. Come on. 
It's either Jesus or nothing. It's either God or nothing. I didn't come this far to compromise. I came this far to keep on preaching the truth. Come on, word of truth. You got a word of truth in your belly. You got a word of you got a word of truth in your belly. You can't compromise now. You can't compromise now. You can't. An uncensored move. They try to censor Jesus all everywhere. An uncensored move. An uncensored move. In Jesus' name. Come on, lift up your voice. An uncensored move is coming to this church. Come on, I need him. Come on. He said, word of truth. You got truth in your belly. Come on. Open your mouth. And uncensored. Man, I'm telling you, something is moving in here. Man, come on, lift your hands up. Hmm. Hmm. I better stop right now because we're going to step in waters we can't step into. Everybody say uncensored. Oh, this is so good. When something is uncensored, the only person who can manage it is the person who releases it. You know, we don't, we don't have evening services a lot here because I'm spe- still in my heart, I'm Presbyterian. So I don't like a lot of church. But I believe tonight there's going to be an uncensored move tonight. So you know what I want you to do? I want you to call all your friends that got cancer, that got all these different diseases. I want you to bring them to church. Just tell them to come. They say, well, why I'm coming? Just come. Uncensored. It don't need an explanation. Just come. Two weeks ago, Pastor Lisa comes to me and says, Pastor, my neighbor wanted me to tell you thank you. I said, for what? She had a neighbor who she invited to church who had cancer. It was bad. I forget what stage. I think she was in stage four. It was, she was about to die. They told her she was going to die. So I told her, I said, tell her to come. So after church, I took some oil, prayed for this lady. A few months went by. She came to Pastor Lisa and said, hey, tell your pastor that I'm cancer-free. She went back to the doctor and the lump or whatever was there wasn't there no more. They did all the x-rays and all that stuff and it was gone. Somebody say uncensored, 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 uncensored. So just come. I know, I know you're not used to a lot of church. But I, I just sense that something's going to happen that it, 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 you, you can only get it if you're here. So y'all ready tonight? I'm ready. So have a seat real quick. I just want to do a quick altar call. It's my fault that the prophet took.